Good morning, brothers and sisters. It is another good moment that the Lord has given unto us to share the word of the Lord. My name is Reverend Matthew Okeo, and our sign language interpreter is our sister, Edith Koros. Feel welcome as we share the word of the Lord. Today, as we have read in the word of the Lord, I want to share with us from this scripture about experiencing God's grace in our failure. Experiencing God's grace in our failure. You know, as human beings, we have gone through many challenges. And I believe no one will say as a human being that at no point have they experienced failure in their life. And failure is okay if it will not strike our heart. So this, moment, this morning, the Lord has laid in our heart that I will be able to share with us that it is possible for us to experience God's grace even in our failure. And from the scripture where we have read Judges chapter 16 from verses 21 to 31, we have the story about our brother Samson. In our study of the Samson life, we have encountered a man who was far less than he should have been. He came into this world born of a promise from God that he would be a Nazarite set apart for the glory of God and that he would be the deliverer of the nation of Israel. And if you read all these stories in the book of Judges chapter 13 verses 1 to 14, you will, you, will, you will realize that Samson was called to come and judge and to rescue and deliver the children of Israelites from the Philistines. There can be little doubt that the Lord used Samson in his life, but his service to the Lord was hampered by the sins that marred his life. Samson was a man characterized by weakness in his flesh. He had a weakness for wicked women. That desire for illicit sex, sexual relationship continually hindered his usefulness to the Lord. And this made him fall. Eventually, it cost him his freedom. Eventually, this cost him his ministry and even his life. Looking into the life of this man, we see a man who had been deceived by an ungodly woman he had come to love. That is, if you read in verses, chapter 16, verses 4, the scripture says here that Samson fell in love with a woman. Sometimes later, he fell in love with a woman in the valley of Serok, whose name was Delilah. This woman later betrayed him. This woman's nature was Delilah, and she tricked Samson into revealing the source of his strength. His strength was not his own. It came from the Lord. Samson's power was related to his Nazarite's voice. His hair symbolized that vow. 
when he allowed Delilah to cut his hair, Samson showed contempt for his vows to the Lord. As a result, the Lord removed his hands from his life and God allowed him to be captured by his enemies. The Philistines tied him. They put him into their prison, put out his eyes and took him into prison where he was forced to grind. He was forced to do the work that he was not called to do. The mighty judge of Israel was reduced to doing the work of a female slave. That was painful. That was a terrible failure. But the story of Samson does not conclude with his failure. The story of Samson is not concluded by his enemies arresting him. This passage records him experiencing God's grace of forgiveness. Where we have read today, as recorded, Samson experiencing God's grace of forgiveness. These verses remind us that no matter how far we may fall, if we are saved, we are still is. And he has a plan to bring us back to himself. That should be an encouraging news to you and me. It, could, it should be an encouraging news to you who have a relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ. Because we all fail. And sometimes, like Samson, we fail in a big way. We all fail the Lord from time to time. And sometimes, we fail in a spectacular fashion. Of course, we see this in the lives of all the heroes of faith mentioned in the Bible. If you read the book of Hebrews chapter 11, it has been known as the Hall of the Faithful. You could call, you could label this also as the Hall of the Failures because all the members that, elast, that, were, that are mentioned there failed God in one way or another. Abraham lacked faith to believe God's promises to take care of him and he went down to Egypt where he lied about his wife. And as a man, the father of faith, he failed. Sarah laughed at God and mocked his promises. She failed. Isaac lied about his wife. He failed. Moses committed murder and tried to cover it. Joshua was full of pride and failed to pray before he attacked Hai, where the nations were, which led to the Israelite nation being defeated. He failed. Not forgetting Rahab was a prostitute. A su the successful Christian is not the person who never fails, but is the person who, when they fail, get back up and goes on for the Lord. The successful Christian is the person who accepts God's remedy for sin and reach up to God for cleansing, for cleansing and forgiveness when he does fail. That is what these verses are all about. Experiencing God 
in our failure. Experiencing God's grace in our failure. Remember God's grace. So what is it that we need to look at in order for us to experience God, God's grace in our failure? One, we must recognize in our failure, we must recognize it is time for restoration. Verses 20, 22, 23. We must recognize it is time for restoration. And as you recognize that, you look at what the scripture says, but the air on his head began to grow after he had been saved. Verses 22. Scripture says that the air on his head began to grow again after it had been saved. Samson has to recognize that it is time to be restored. And in recognizing that, you must think about the power in the restoration. The hair of his head began to grow. After time, Samson's hair began to grow. If you remember, his hair was the symbol of the vow to God as a Nazarite. Samson's power did not come from his hair, but it came from his relationship with the Lord. So the growth of his hair was a symbolic of the restoration, was symbolic of, of the restoration. And he had to understand that, that the symbolic of the restoration of my relationship, of my special relationship of the Lord has begun. So he had to recognize the power in the restoration. Another thing he, we, we see there is that you, in the time of restoration, you must look at the picture in the restoration. The picture in the restoration. The regrowth of Samson's heir was a picture of the truth that God was not through with him yet. The grace of God allowed Samson to live long enough for his heir to grow back so that he is able to be restored back to his position. The third thing you look at the restoration is the problem in the restoration. Samson's heir grew back, but it was slow process. It took some time. The average growth rate of human heir is about one-eighth inch per week. That translates to about six inches per year. To grow hair to the waist, about six years was needed. That means that Samson was in the process of restoration for a long time. His return did not come an overnight. There is one thing we need to notice concerning this restoration. As we look at the power, the picture, and the problem of this restoration is that while sin might be forgiven, and the sinner might made right with God, forgiveness does not cancel out the consequences of our sins. Samson's heirs grew back, but he was still bound. He was still blind. He was still in the prison grinding the grains. Sins leaves a terrible mark on the lives of the guilty. 
And sins can sometimes destroy us. It can destroy us physically. It can destroy us emotionally. Sin can destroy us mentally or spiritually. And the scars that the sin leaves behind can live for long. Whereby you regret, guilt, and loss of peace may stack the guilty part of us that we can feel useless. We can feel helpless. But remember that in the midst of that, God's grace can restore you. You only need to recognize that it is time for restoration. And that is how you will start to experience God's grace in your failure. That time you will not be allowed, you will not continue to focus your eyes on your failures. You will not continue to focus yourself in those who are condemning you because you have recognized that it is time for me to be restored. Samson could have given up in prison. He could have said, I've lost it. I've messed it. And it could have stayed like that. But he learned when his air started to grow, he learned that it is time. He recognized it is time for restoration. And not only recognized it is time for restoration, the next thing that you need to think about, the next thing you need to recognize for you to experience God's grace in your failure is that you must recognize it is time for reproach. It is time for reproach. If you read verses 23 to 25, you will see that there was, God's man was being degraded. You know, many of us will fear to be reproached. You will fear to go through that process of people degrading you, people calling you names. So you will choose to stay and accept your situation. For you to experience God's grace in your failure, you must recognize that as I'm being restored, it is also time for me to be under reproach. In these verses, you see God's man was being degraded. Samson was brought into the temple of Dagon. The Dagon was the god of the Philistine. He was portrayed as a half-man, and a half fish. From his navel down, he was depicted as a fish. From the navel up, he was portrayed as a man. The Philistines were fishermen, and they worshipped Dagon, believing that he would bless their effort to catch more fish. Verses 25 tells us that they brought Samson to his temple to entertain them. They brought Samson in as an entertainer. They brought him in to mock him. They, they, were, they are drunk and they are enjoying looking at him. And they are looking for a good time. They forced Samson to perform like a comedian. One thing they forgot, that they are bringing in a soldier to entertain them. They forgot that this man is a soldier. He's not an entertainer. Why? They no longer fear him as the mighty and defeatable judge of Israel. They no longer see him as a threat to their way 
of life. They view Samson only as an object of mockery and scorn. They brought him in, in so that they can laugh at him. Don't you know that Samson felt humiliated? He felt so bad. He was surely feeling as though he is worthless. He was engaged in his sin and he could not see the danger that leaked in his way. Many times you can feel that way. But you must accept to go through this process so that you can understand God's grace in your life and especially in your failure. You remember sin can transform us, can transform our life to a terrible situation. Sin can take away your dignity. Sin can make you feel as if you are useless. And people can call you names. People can tag you. Even those people who hold you up will no longer want to associate with you. That is what sin can do into your life. But to organize, to recognize that God's, to recognize God's grace in this process, in your failure, you must accept to go through reproach. To go through all that people will say about you. You can't afford to be defensive. You can't afford to rationalize your situation. You can't afford to defend your situation, to give reason why you did whatever you did. You can only accept to go through that in order to experience God's grace in your life. God, remember that as you must also be ready that in your sinful situation, God's glory will be missed, will, be, will no longer be seen. Not only Samson was degraded, God's glory was gone. Because Samson was defeated. The Philistines glorified their God. And that's why they were meeting to celebrate the victory that their enemy has been captured. God's name was disgraced. And many times God's name or God's glory will be disgraced if we find ourselves failing immorally, failing in our spiritual life, even economically. God's name will be abused. God's glory will not feature. So you have to accept all that to go through that process in order for you to experience God's grace. Because he is God. Samson was so humiliated. The Philistines were now celebrating the victory because their enemy is under their custody. God's name was defeated because of his failure. But he was ready to face it. So for us to experience God's grace, we must be ready to go through reproach. And then the third thing that we need to do for us to experience God's grace is not... Is not only to recognize the time for restoration and time for reproach, but also we must be able to recognize that it is time for retaliation. It is time to come up and take action. 
Samson's desire at this time from verses 26 going on what says that Samson stands before the people a shell of a man he had been. That was not his desire. Yet, in his darkness, his, in his humiliation, in his imprisonment, Samson turns his heart towards the Lord. And that's what he said. He prayed for strength. He said in verses 28, going down there, Samson prayed to the Lord, O sovereign Lord, remember me. That is a very serious prayer. A prayer that was only made by Joseph and the thief on the cross and Samson here. Remember me. He, he turned his heart to the Lord. He realized that, yes, I am here. I'm being humiliated. I'm being looked down upon. Yes, I've failed my God. I've failed in my duty. But the time has come to get back. The time has come for me to retaliate. So he prayed for the strength so that he could get vengeance against those who put out his eyes. Samson asked it in his heart to see the Philistine destroyed because that is the main reason why God raised him up. That is the main reason why he was called. He remembered his call in his lowest moment. There are times when we all fall into sin. When we do, it is easy to swallow that sin to keep us from seeking God in prayer. Seeking the Lord is the only avenue we have for restoration. We must allow, we must not allow our guilt over our, over our actions, depressions, or discouragement to keep us away from him. He's the only hope of restoration we have. Therefore, it doesn't matter what kind of thing we have done. We can still go back to him. We must get back to him. We must be honest about our sins and we must seek his forgiveness. That is why in 1 John chapter 1, verses 9 says that he is faithful if we confess our sins. He is faithful to forgive. That is our God. That is the gracious God. And that's the grace that we can experience when we have failed. So we must be ready to go back. Let not our situation prevent us from going to God in prayer. Samson could have decided that, no, I have failed God. I have failed in such a way that I cannot speak with God. But remember, he went back and said, God, remember me. Remember me. It is possible that some here may be harboring some unconfessed sins or unforgiven sin in your life. And you think that everyone around you feel that you are okay. Because this is just about you. I want to remind you that you have to be honest with who you are. And know that the way I looked at you is not the way God looks at you. The way you look at me is not the way God looks at me. Our God is so gracious. And is waiting for us to be honest to ourselves and go back to him. Whatever Samson suffered in the hands of the Philistines was so much bad, was so much horrible. 
And he caused it because he gave himself to lustful desires. He forgot about his call, but he remembered one thing, that he could go back to God and say, God, remember me. And God did. God forgave Samson and used him one more time. He also gave him, he also gave David, he also forgave David for his sins and used him again. God also forgave Peter when he denied the Lord. He can do that even to us. He is able and he is faithful. So my friend, my sister, it doesn't matter what you are going through. Remember, it is possible to experience God's grace in your situation, in your condition. Yes, friends may have fled away from you. They might have called you names. But remember, it is possible. He had a desire to change. Samson did not only have a desire. His deeds, Samson took action when those people brought him. Samson asked the young man to help him find a pillar of the building. And the young man did so. And that's when Samson realized that now I need to take action. He told the young man, please just place me there. As wretched as, as he was, he said, Lord, help me. Lord, remember me. Give me one more chance. Lord, I'm ready to die, but let me die doing your work. Let me die accomplishing what you call me to do. And God granted Samson his desire. Imagine he prayed, Lord, remember me. Please strengthen me just once more and let me with one blow get revenge. And he hold those pillars and he pulled them and the Lord gave him the victory. And he died serving God. Samson, the mighty judge, died. And the scripture says he killed more people while dying than what he did while living. Thank God his family came and gave him a dignified burial. I don't know the situation you are in right now. I don't know what failure is pulling you down. I don't know what is surrounding you. I only know where I am. And you also know where you are. Please, turn your eyes to the Lord so that you will be able to experience his grace. Chances are that your sins will not lead to the same set of event that marked Samson's life. Chances are that you will fail. Seek the Lord in repentance and he will forgive you and restore you to usefulness. Where are you in your walk with him? Are you saved? Are you as close as you should be? Are you as close as you used to be? Are you facing a time of testing through temptation? Has God spoken to your heart today? If there's need, please come to him now 
for help, for forgiveness and restoration that you need. Because he's ready to do that. Let us pray. Lord, thank you for reminding us that we can still experience your grace in our failure. Lord, you know us more than we know ourselves. And I pray that, Lord, you will restore us to what you want us to be. Reach each one of us at the point of our needs. For in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.